0: Going fishing all of the time, and my baby going fishing too. Bet your life, your sweet wife's going to catch more fish than you. Singing many fish bites if you got good bait, and here's a little tip I'd like to lay well. Many fish bites if you got good bait. I'm a going fishing, yes, I'm going fishing, and my baby going fishing too.
1: Thanksgiving is here and I want to wish all of you a happy holiday. Hi, I'm Bill Sisson, the editor of Angler's Journal, and I'm going to tell you a Thanksgiving fishing story that happened a good while back. How long ago? Well, my second daughter, who was in the story, was five at the time. She's in her 30s today with three children of her own, her oldest being seven. I still had two more children and a raft of grandchildren to be born. Life seemed simpler then, but looking back also gives me more reasons to be thankful for all we have on this Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy the story. Rhode Island stripers, a rite of Thanksgiving. I haven't been streamside for the opening of trout season since I was a child, but each Thanksgiving I sand in the surf and cast into the autumn gloaming for striped bass. Along with apple pie, coat and tie, I pack my truck with rods, waders, In a duffel bag stuffed with warm clothes when I travel home to Rhode Island for the holiday. I brought cross-country skis last year to take advantage of the early coastal snowfall. I skied after dinner, then I fished. Measured the traditional way, my angling forays on Thanksgiving are nothing to brag about. I seldom hook a fish. But catching fish has never been crucial to this ritual. The afternoons become a time to reflect, to leaf back through the season, From the small striped bass of spring, which glistened with a sense of renewal, to the heavy fall surf that threatens to sweep the angler into the night. I was accompanied this year by my daughter, Leah, who is five, and a companion, Patty. They walked the beach, searching for sea glass, shells, and pebbles. I promised Leah I'd call out if I hooked a fish, but soon she was out of earshot. I waded up to my waist to get as much distance as possible with a lightweight, minnow-shaped plug which I fished in tandem with a dropper. To cover ground, I worked my way down a sandbar for 100 yards, casting and retrieving, walking a few paces, and repeating the process. The surf was light, but occasionally I had to grab the top of my waders and jump to prevent a wave from spilling over and sloshing in. Eventually, I stepped into a hole cut into the bar by waves. Despite the tight belt around my waders, water trickled down my legs. Long bands of clouds from an approaching front rose from the horizon. Backlit by the sun, they glowed in shades of pink, purple, and blue. A new moon was setting. A spotlight lit the white wall of a nearby lighthouse. My attention quickly shifted to the gulls that flocked tightly over the water, diving and chasing one another. After a few minutes, they peeled off and regrouped on another spot. It was a good sign, an indication of life. I watched closely for breaking fish, but saw nothing. Just before dark, my gaze froze on a school of baitfish splattering on the surface. They looked like they were being chased by small bluefish. They vanished as quickly as they had come. I cast with anticipation. The first fish threw a spray of whitewater when it struck. After a short fight, I released a small, plump striper. I was disappointed Leah hadn't returned. I hurried back out with renewed vigor. I was still wet, but the cold had vanished. That always happens once you start to catch fish. A short time later, Leah returned with both pockets of her dress coat filled with wet, sandy treasures. A black lab who chased rocks trailed behind. The light was draining fast, and I didn't see the second striper hit. I set the hook, and once the fish was firmly on the line, I loosened the drag and walked ashore. Leah danced along the water's edge in excitement. The dog didn't appear too interested. He waited patiently for another rock to be thrown, even though in the darkness he couldn't follow them any longer. I helped Leah position her hands on the rod and then let go. She cranked against the light drag. He's a real fighter, she said. Wow, look at him pull. As the rod tip dropped closer to the sand, Leah finally asked for help. I screwed the drag down for her, and we quickly worked the fish to our feet. In the distance, the headlights of beach buggies came on. I held my small flashlight between my teeth to remove the hook. Leah ran her finger along the fish's dark lateral line. We said goodbye and let it go. The temperature was falling, but I needed a few more minutes. An afternoon of reflection had suddenly been replaced by a drive for one more fish. The last hit could have sprung from my imagination. It felt as gentle as a kiss, like the brush of a wave. I set the hook expecting nothing but the rod bent nicely. Right away, I knew the fish was the largest of the day. We took turns bringing the striper to shore. It was a good fish, 15 or 16 pounds. There were more to be caught, but this was not a day for quantity. I'd already received a full helping. I carried Leah up the hill piggyback style. Her tights got wet clinging against my waders. She didn't notice in her excitement at being included in my Thanksgiving fishing. Back at her grandparents' house, I ate a turkey sandwich and two pieces of pie, apple and pumpkin. I washed away the chill with a mug of hot peppermint tea. It never tasted better. That's my story. I intend to fish this Thanksgiving as well, although I may catch only wind and rain, but that doesn't really matter. I have plenty to reflect on this year. Happy Thanksgiving to you all.
0: going fishing all of the time and my baby going fishing too bet your life your sweet wife she gonna catch more fish than you Singing many fish bites if you got good bait and here's a little tip i'd like to lay well many fish bites if you got good bait i'm a going fishing yes i'm going fishing and my baby going fishing too